recruiting is always in the air in the month of July. So, yeah, we had to drag back on Brian Smith, recruiting expert of Lockdown. We're going to talk Nick Marsh, Bradell Richardson, David Stone, of course, a whole lot more. Let's go. You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Spartan friends, Spartan family, Locked on Spartans listeners, thank you so much for tuning into today's show of Locked on Spartans. It is going to be a healthy dose of recruiting insider information because, yes, we got Brian Smith back on the program. Now, Brian, usually I'm a very nice host. You know, I'm cordial. I ask how you're doing, but we got to switch some things up here. Uh, Can you tell me how I should be doing as a Michigan State fan in the world of recruiting? Because, hey, Nick Marsh, four-star receiver, he commits. This is great, but also... The two four-star linebackers out of California and Kamar Mathuri, Dylan Williams, they go to Oregon. I, how, how should I be feeling, Brian? It is nice to see you again, by the way, but how should I be feeling? I think it's just kind of expected to be on. Okay. With the, I mean, it's hard to get California kids to go to – like Michigan, Ohio State sometimes struggle with that too. You're not alone sure. there. But at the same time, I think it's also a trendy thing to talk about in general. When was the last time that – MSU was consistently getting California kids. Consistently, a loose term of that definition. Like we got one. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Ma Nantioto was Nevada. Kate Hauser, we got him. Jalen Barberin. So uh, that's at least two. So that's fun. <laughs> the point is, it's hard to get kids to come that far. Now, yeah. with the Pac 12 situation, I think it's smart for MSU. They're going to be playing out there you know, sure. at least once every like three years, something like that. Why would you not recruit there? You're going to be scouting it anyway, because when you go out, that's what coaches do. So this is a long-term trend, and I like the effort. So good on them for doing that. And, hey, Nick Marsh can ball. I think that they did really well to get him. So I think overall it's pretty good to be a Spartan right now. Hey, oh, okay. That, wow, that's good because we have, you know, had a few blows here. I mean, Kamar Bethudy and Dylan Williams were the guys that were most recent in their commitments. No, that's not true. Dylan Williams committed a half hour before Nick Marsh did. So let's just talk about Nick Marsh. Let's keep the, the vibes high right here. We've talked, you know, in the build up to his commitment and whether we are specifically talking about Nick Marsh or just broadly for Michigan State, like what can they do to get momentum on their side? You said they do need to win one of these battles. So, I mean, really, just how important was that for Michigan State to win it over teams like Penn State, like, well, Kansas in the mix pit and all that stuff? How important was that win for Michigan State? If you can't stretch the field and have a playmaker at wide receiver, you are dead in the water. Fair Period. enough. <laughs> I yeah. mean, like, think about look, – look at it this way, just realistically. Last year's playoff game is one of the most important in history between Ohio State and Georgia. Why is that? Sure. Georgia sure. just runs over people, right? Well, they got their butts kicked for much of that game, and they had to throw the ball. Yeah, Kirby Smart wants to throw the ball about as much as I want to be punched in the face. But that's what, <laughs> but that's what he had to do. If you can't throw, you're not winning. you yeah. got to score 40 in playoff games. You're not doing that old school, just pin and pull Michigan State. you got to throw it. So now they're going to have more balance. I mean, having Anthony Carey and all that helps, but you got to have balance at the very least. So this is very important. And we've talked so much about Nick Marsh, but let's go from one four-star wide receiver to another one because this is news that broke the other day from SpartanTailgate.com. 
there's an event called Spartan Dog Con. A bunch of alumni, a bunch of recruits, current players are going to be gathering for this now annual event. And well, would you look at that? Four-star wide receiver Riddell Richardson is coming right. up with good friend Scooter Carey, who of course is already commit to this class. Right. Now, I'm not too familiar with Riddell's game. I'm going to be honest. I mean, he didn't officially visit or anything in June, so this is a bit of a surprise. But I mean, this this kid lives in your backyard, basically, Brian. So what, what do you got for us on Riddell Richardson? Uh, well, considering I've known him for three years, I know a lot about him. Um, he yeah. played for Cam Newton's seven-on-seven team. He was one of the kids that everybody identified when he was like an eighth-grade. Okay. He's one of those kids. Like, he can play for any school in the country. And he's a take-the-ball-off-your-head guy. He's, in my opinion, he's nationally top three in just ball skills in the back corner of the end zone. He's the one that makes the annoying catch. The defense coordinator says things they have to bleep out. He's that sure. guy. So, and he's also a kid that is an extremely hard worker. I've been around him a lot. He's at a program I know well. He goes against competition on the seven-on-seven circuit that's good. Everywhere he competes, it's at a high level. So okay. if Michigan State gets him to go with Marsh, now we're talking about you know what Michigan has to do, what Ohio State has to do to adjust to Michigan State and not the other way around. The tables turn a little bit. Who are the top players right now for Burdell Richardson? I'm sure it's not just Michigan State as much as we'd love for that to be the case, but like, who else is after this really highly rated receiver? His list has changed a gazillion times. Okay. Um, Oregon, Michigan State, Notre Dame, Michigan. It's There's a flux. I haven't talked to him in the last couple of weeks. Notre Dame and Michigan, I know a bit, or Michigan State have been in contact with him recently. I would say Michigan State is trending the most, though, and, and Anthony and him are good buddies. They play at the same okay. high school. I think Michigan State's in as good a spot as anybody. And, again, this is a kid that can come in and play right away. Sure. So this this is really important. Michigan State doesn't get kids like this out of Florida every day. Very important recruitment for the Spartans. Is Nick Marshall kid you think uh, can you know just play right away in, in college? Because that was one of my talking points is that I think that is maybe why he picked Michigan State, amongst other reasons. But is that a kid that you look at the tape and you're like, yeah, that's a day one contributor? I think he could play at Alabama early. Okay, fair. All right. That's. I mean, I'm not trying to like just use hyperbole, but big, fast, good hands, hand-eye coordination. He's got all the skills you're looking for. It really just comes down to him learning the playbook wherever he goes to school, and he picked Michigan State. It's no different there. If you can get him the ball on a little skinny post or something basic, though, you don't have to coach him from there. Yeah. Take care of the rest. And that's that's what it really comes down to. Michigan State needed to start winning more battles outside the numbers. Yep. In the box, Michigan State's usually really good on offense and defense. Outside the box, I've been worried about them in, you know, intermittently, at least, over the last 20 years. And when they went against teams that could match their physicality, they struggled. This is how you get around it. You got to be able to throw it. And let's just, you know, round out this first segment here on maybe not the most fun news for us Michigan State fans. It, it was Dylan Williams. It was uh, Kamar Mathuti. They're good friends. They're also both four stars from California, both going to Oregon. Like, I, do you, do you think both stick to their commitments? Because, yes, there are multiple linebackers on the field at the same time, but like, I don't know. Should us state fans be holding out hope for a flip, perhaps? I know it's a fool's game, but, hey, I'm feeling like a fool today. Should, should, any, any shot of that, you think? Why wouldn't you? In today's yeah. world, why would you ever think that anything is guaranteed? Are you freaking kidding me? It's yeah, unbelievable <laughs> how many times I've been fooled. It's insane. There are yeah. kids that I didn't think a school was in the top three for that commit out of the blue for another school. It's 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 all over the country. There's not like any little pot. It's everywhere. 
So yeah. we're to the point where some of these kids are playing games with the media, releasing fake information the whole nine. If a kid flips to Michigan State, I am not going to be surprised in the least. Okay, you're coming up with so much good news here. This is a great, great Friday show. I'm just sending us all <laughs> into the weekend with great vibes so far. But, you know, I do want to elaborate on the Dylan Williams thing because uh, Greg Biggins, he's a 24-7 sports reporter. He commented on an Oregon message board – or, sorry, Oregon. I've been getting a lot of flack for how I pronounce Oregon lately. It's been oh, brutal. Here it's been brutal go. in these YouTube comments, Brian. Let me tell you, this is not, not good. Anyway, Oregon. Um, that Well, Dylan Williams – it seemed like a lot of positive smoke was blowing Michigan State's direction, and then it flipped very quickly to Oregon. And then Craig Biggins said that, well, sometimes a kid gives a silent commitment to both staffs, sleeps on it, and then commits the next day when he makes up his mind. Like, is that actually, I don't, I don't want to call it common, like, hey, 80% of kids do this, but like, is this a thing that you do see time and time again on the recruiting trail, or is it just like no holds barred now at this point in this day and age? Both. Yeah. <laughs> this is crazy, do. man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, there's no way to put it in perspective other than to say this with mm. 17 year olds, anything can happen. Yeah. And mom may have had an influence on it. Uh, a grandparent, his high school coach. Yeah. Whatever. There's there so many factors that play into each. They sometimes will literally, within the final 24 hours before announcing, flip multiple times. It is what it is. I, I only report the dues. You guys sure. can take that however you want, but people say, well, so-and-so has been this player's leader for six months. Really? Have it? Yeah. This stuff changes daily a lot of the times. It's like if people ever heard some of the backstories off the record with some of the kids I talked to on the sidelines, most <laughs> I will never be able to publish, but it's like it's hilarious because the truth in what's perceived, oh, it's not even the same stratosphere. Perfect. Excellent. So, well, hey, five months until early signing day, uh, a lot of time to flip, whatever. So, well, you know what? I will continue to be a dreamer. I will hold out hope. Uh, we got to talk to you about a guy that I'm contractually obligated to talk about every time you hop on this oh, podcast. Oh, boy. Here we right. go. Buckle up for the David Stone question. That's right. But first, you need to talk everyone's ear off about eBay Motors. That's right. For a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle every part needs to fit just right so the next time you need parts and accessories head to ebay motors with ebay guaranteed fit you can be sure every part you need fits right the first time around just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know the part will fit or your money back that's right ebay's got you covered because just like in sports confidence is the name of the game when you shop on ebay motors and with over 122 million parts to choose from my God, that's a lot of parts. You'll need to be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. So get the right parts, the right fit, at the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay guaranteed fit. Only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions. You got that right, Buster. They apply. All right, Brian. Uh, so off camera here is a firing squad ready to 86 me if I do not ask about David Stone whenever I have a conversation with you. So here it comes. Hey, David Stone, five-star, top 10 player in the country. Yes, he's thinking about Oklahoma, Florida, Miami, Michigan State, uh, maybe just straight to the NFL. I got no idea, but I don't suppose you have an update on this kid? He's going to go to Oklahoma. He's going to go to Oklahoma. Oh, no. Okay. <sighs> okay. I, th I thought so, but I just, okay, you know, better to know now than when it finally happens, you know? 
I barring something unforeseen anyway, it's going to be Oklahoma. Yeah, I figured. It just seemed like the love around Michigan State was just a little too much, a little too good to be true, you know? So it is what it yeah. is, brother. I only report the news once again. That's just bottom line. You, got, hey? you know, call me what you will, but I, I am an oh. honest man. That's that's all we need you to be is just an honest man. I mean, just uh, that's that's all we need. You know what? Let's let's see if this tone of this segment is going to continue uh-huh. because we got an A plus question. This is from Ray Ray. Now Ray Ray always submits great question. I, I, this guy might as well be a co producer of this show. Sink Jewel is another guy that asks great questions. Locked on Spartans at gmail.com. If you ever want to reach out. I can't think of a better question to ask you, the recruiting expert here. Number one from Ray Ray, compared to Illinois, Indiana, Northwestern, Nebraska, Maryland, and Rutgers, how well is MSU recruiting and improving as a program? Number two, put your green bloodedness aside. Of course, he's talking to me, not you. Uh, Do you personally and objectively think MSU is better than those teams as of right now? And then he also asked, hey, do you sell Locked on Spartans merch or a gift to your local fan base or no, loyal fan base? I'll let you answer either the recruiting question or the merchandise question, Brian. Uh, my answer is like, no, unfortunately, I, we, we don't. But I'll see what I can do. Now, for the first part of that question, I, it's a really good question from Ray Ray because, like, look, we're giving our coach the salary of a really, really good program. So we compare ourselves to other really, really good programs. That's where we want to be. We sniffed it in 2021 with a Peach Bowl win. But, God, I guess it is important to make sure that you could walk with those programs before you could run with the big dogs. So, Brian, like, I, do, should I take my headphones out? Do I want to hear your answer to this question? Or what, what, what do you got for us as, as compared to, to the right. bottom of the Big Ten? My only concern, and I don't know this person, is, like, why in the world would you compare Michigan State to Rutgers? For the love of God, man. I get it. Hey, I'm one of these people. Just to make sure, you got to cover all bases. Oh, I, I I side with Ray Ray. That's <laughs> You guys are just half dead out there. I mean, if you're worried about Rutgers, what do you say when I say what's 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 let's talk Michigan, Michigan State? Then you should just be petrified. I worry about all 13 teams in the Big Ten. It's fine, or soon to be 15 other teams. Yeah. I, look, Michigan State's recruiting above those programs. Wisconsin okay. and Iowa. There's all these different programs kind of muddled. The only one that I'm really curious about that he mentioned mm-hmm. is Nebraska. They hired yes. a real coach. Yeah. Rule is a freaking really good coach. However, it's a year one, and they're going to stink. They, it, mm-hmm. It's it's just part of rebuilding. And two, it's a hell of a lot harder now to recruit to Nebraska than 20 years ago. So it's okay. just a different climate. Out of those teams, I would rank like program stability as Michigan State one. But okay. they they do have some weird things going on. Like they lost their quarterback in the – it's bizarre. Sure. So that's – Recruiting, I'm not as concerned about as I am roster management stuff. Like, and part of it's not even like I don't know what you can do about that. Mm-hmm. Is era. So, if they figure this is a big assumption, if they figure out quarterback this year and go seven and five, eight and four, whatever, they'll be okay. But for the love of mankind, can somebody explain to me why the quarterback left and make it logical. I could actually do that if you want me to. Yeah, do you want me to answer that question or no? Let's let's because I don't know the answer to that. I was like, what? He's going to all yeah. weird fit. That's My thing is like he was a starter for two years, all right, and then he goes into this offseason where, hey, Mr. Third Year Starter, we're actually gonna have you in a quarterback battle. And oh, by the way, it seems like 70% of this fan base is openly rooting against you to lose this. And then here's Auburn, a team that needs a quarterback. They're coming up being like, hey, 
It's me, the sexy SEC school. We're going to talk about how pretty you are when you come down here. The fan base is going to love you. You're going to have a fresh start. Why don't you come down to Auburn? And, well, I think it was just – I'm sure there was NIL that sweet the deal. But, again, in this day and age, that is not an excuse. Like, that, that just right. can't be. So I think it was just a human behavior thing of like, huh, duke it out for a starting role for a fan base that really doesn't care about me anymore. Or, hey, let's let's see how green that grass is down to SEC country. That That's what I think. There are some people that think like, oh, he went into the offseason knowing that he didn't have that starting position, like just completely locked in. I don't necessarily think that, but hey, everyone's free to their own opinion. But that's that's how I read the situation with, with one Peyton Thorne, at least. So. Okay, well, that helps because it was just odd. I mean, I just thought he was going to be the quarterback. Yeah. I looked up one day and he's transferred. I'm like, oh, did yeah. see that coming. So, yeah, that's the more important part of recruiting that people don't realize. Like, you can put recruiting rankings anywhere, David Stone or whatever. Mm-hmm. If you don't have quarterback play, it's hard. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's, over it's a little difficult. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. think about it. Nick Saban just went to the transfer portal for a quarterback. That's right. That, like that just put it's hard, man. Like running up. Oh. If, if Nick Saban's struggling out of position, yeah, it can happen to any program. So college football is hard, man. You're going to hit walls sometimes. Uh, and, and speaking of Michigan, who is going to be Michigan State starter this year? And do you believe in them? That's the bigger of the two questions. Mm-hmm. Let's hear it, man. Like give here's your 30 seconds to pump up the fan base. Let's hear it. Oh, blindly, I'm going to believe in whoever it is. You know, whether it is Noah Kim, oh. whether it is Kate and Hauser, we are, we, I, Brian, we are blindly, <laughs> blindly walking into the fire here. Um, no, I, I do have faith that either quarterback can be adequate and not that be that big of a drop off from Peyton Thorne. And this is something that I may have talked about 50 times here. So I apologize, to everyone, if this is your 100th time hearing it, but. When Peyton Thorne left, there wasn't a mad scramble to try to find another quarterback. It's not like they were pulling every alarm in the building and calling every single transfer in the portal. Like they saw Peyton Thorne left, and it was like, okay, well, Noah and Kate and are are, are here. They're, they're going to be adequate. I don't think the drop off is going to be that big. Now, I mean, what if you're just the same guy that Peyton Thorne was last year? Like, okay, are we doomed for another five and seven season? Are we doomed for six and six? Like that's. That's that's going to be the real interesting part is like how they are going to balance it. But yeah, whoever takes a snap week one against Central Michigan, like you're like yeah, hell yeah, actually, like yeah, this this is our guy. We're gonna ride into it with him. So um, look, whether that's just smart thinking or whether I'm just coping right now, I I don't even know that. So um, I like to think though that I genuinely genuinely believe this that it's going to be okay. Well, Did I sell you? Did I sell you? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm leaning that way, but I don't know about right. okay. <laughs> The reason I honestly ask is, is the following. I get asked this on all, on all kinds of podcasts. What do we have to do on the field this year, insert school names, yes. right. to increase the recruiting? Mm-hmm. And if your quarterback lays an egg this year, I'll go ahead and answer future questions for you. The answer yeah, is no. The answer is no. Are, are we getting X, Y, and Z? The answer will be no. You're not getting right. like kids from Long Beach Poly, you know, Williams. You're not getting those kids if you go five and seven this year. You know it and I know it. Fans yep. know it. And that's why I'm worried because if quarterback doesn't work out for Michigan State and you ask me about David Stone again, I'm putting a hit out on you. Okay. I mean, because sure. sure. I mean, you still I'm going to do it anyway. I am going to do yeah, it. I know you yeah. <laughs> I'm going to tell you no, but it, it's, it's impossible when you're losing. You're not getting five star kids. And, you know, maybe a kid that's like in your backyard. Like, we'll talk mm-hmm. about Bryce Underwood at some point, stuff like that. That's fine. He's down the road. But out-of-state yeah. kids especially, it's not happening, bro. 
stop. Uh, this is a yeah. huge year for them recruiting wise, but it starts on the field. And like, I'll just say that the quiet part out loud, something that I've been thinking about, haven't like vocalized. And I'm sorry to keep on going back to these kids, Dylan Williams and Kamar Bathuti, but yeah, like, could they flip? Of course they can, but. God, like Michigan State has a top five hardest schedule in conference play. Yes, I, there are things about this team I do feel really good about, but there are some question marks, like the quarterback we just talked about. Let's say you are going six and six. Like, is Kamar Bethuti really going to flip to a team that, hey, we're in the the pizza pizza bowl going on over in Kalamazoo, Michigan? Like, I, or are they just going to flip to a Washington? Are they going to stick with an Oregon? Like, I, like that's that, that's the thing I am worried about. It's like, yeah, sure, they could flip, but guys, it. It could be a tough season coming up here. So that's it's trying to stay up here, trying to stay positive, but I, I also am trying to stay based in reality here is like, yeah, I, that's why I don't want to hold out too much hope that hey, a kid can flip here because oh boy, we could be in late November and we <laughs> the boys are five and five going into the last two weeks here. I, it's yeah, yeah. Here's yeah. here's the other thing. I'm I'm sure you're familiar with Phil Steele and his magazine. Yeah, of course, definitely. He's got like nine different trends for you know predictions and rankings. One of the most interesting ones is one that's been around forever. Turnovers, mm-hmm. uh, close games, yeah. et cetera. Historically, Michigan State has been a muck-it-up team, and they play yeah. a lot of close games. Again, this goes back to quarterback. If they're going to get over that hump, Wisconsin, Iowa, even North, like Northwestern and Michigan State always play games that are annoying to watch. They're close. And they have to have some of that. Give me hope that Michigan State, beyond quarterback, Mm-hmm. He's be able to win those battles this year. You tell me why, and then I will tell you why recruits would want to come play if you can sell me on that. The the thing on the highest on is is the trench play on both sides. Like this is the first time in a long time that yes, we, we do have a good offensive line. I don't know if they're going to be like top three in the conference, but look, they are finally deep this year. Like we we actually have guys behind our starters that can play adequately. I believe at least they're going to be uh, everything like that. I, yeah, I know, <laughs> crazy, right? <laughs> and then um, I do like to think that we won't have twenty seven different starters on defense this year because of injury. But uh, yeah, it was it. Prime, this is why I drink. Um, it, the front six, I believe, will be strong. You know, Jacoby Winman, Cal Halliday, the, the names that you know all state fans know about. And then the inside as well, Tumasi Adelaide, he transferred from Texas A&M. I, I think the trenches will be solid this year, good this year. I mean, will they be you know elite in the nation? No, but they are training in the right direction. I think defense could be top third of the Big Ten. And then the offensive line, I, I'm feeling good about. I mean, I knock on wood but that's, that's still that's what should be though like o-line at Correct. Michigan. if o-line's yeah. bad at michigan state i can answer the question for this one are they going to be good this year no <laughs> that's, that's the last seven game. years of uh, yeah right that, I mean, that's been the last seven years of michigan state is just like the offensive line is meh but hey one year you have kenneth walker coming to save the day so that really helps but no I, as a whole, it has been a while since we've seen strong offensive line play, but I, I do feel like anchored with Nick Samak, J.D. Duplain, guys that have been here for 11 years and have been all-conference, honorable mentions, but the guys behind them as well under the coaching of Coach Kapilovic, who is known as a top offensive line coach, and we're really going to see how true that is this year. I, I, I am I am high on that. So I And look, I, I've watched enough football, obviously, especially the last few years, to really understand how important trench play is. Like Once you, once you know as a fan – how important that is. It just gets oh, it's important. more ingrained in your brain year after year. So I, yeah, the, the trench game is, is why I'm holding out hope for this season. And no, the secondary will probably have more than two interceptions this year too. Just, just, just on luck alone. They got to have more than two interceptions this year. 
unlike last year. Well, that's one of the things I was talking about. Like trends, for whatever reason, the pendulum will swing. Turnover, yeah, injury. I know. Like the injuries yeah. Michigan State had last year, it was like, come on, really? Re- really? Oh, unbelievable. Yeah. Right. I mean, at some point, I'm, I'm eligible. I mean, if you give me a helmet, I mean, it's possible, you know? I so, can try my best. Yeah. <laughs> it may not work well, but at least I would be a body. But anyhow, yeah. they should have some luck, turnovers, injuries. The quarterback mm-hmm. thing, obviously, we got to wait and see. Trench yeah. play should be better. I think they're the kind of sleepy pick in the Big Ten East. Maybe I'm wrong, but to at least finish in the top three and beat one of Michigan, Michigan, or uh, Penn State and Ohio State, yeah. they're going to beat one of those three. I have okay. no idea why, but that's yeah. my pick. Hold me accountable if they lose one of those. I don't care. I mean, you throw okay. things at me, whatever. Sure. But Michigan State historically has done that too. So, oh, and yeah. you know about helping recruiting if they beat the Buckeyes. Oh my God! I, oh, I, I wouldn't be around to see signing day. I would just, you know, just explode spontaneously. But yeah, I'm sure it'd be a great class if, if they were to beat the That's Buckeyes in the horseshoe this year. That's right. gonna help your cause. But that yeah. they need something like that for recruiting to to honestly, no hyperbole, to take another yeah. step. Right. It's got to be cool right. to go there. Give them reason. Yep. That's it. Yep. But before we let you go and enjoy, you know, the, the upcoming week and everything, there I'm not going to name names. It'd, it'd be terrible to throw a kid under the bus like this, especially one I'm very excited to see play next year. But there's a recent four-star receiver out of the city of Detroit that committed to our Spartans. It was great. Uh, the ceremony started, I believe, at 5 o'clock. And then the superintendent talked. Then the high school coach talked. And, like, every single person in this district talked. The commitment finally came at 535. So 35 minutes from the start of the ceremony to the end of it. Brian, in your time, what's the longest ceremony that you've seen for a kid's commitment? Again, I'm very excited for this kid to come here. Please don't take this the wrong way. But with that said, wow, that was a, that 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 took a while. That that took a while. Have you seen one beat 35 minutes? <laughs> Most of them, they let the kids talk after two or three minutes. What the hell is going on in Detroit? It was unbelievable. <laughs> they, they, they had every every teacher from kindergarten to his upcoming senior year talk. It, it, it was. It was banana land, <laughs> but hey, big day for the kid. You know, let's let's not miss that. Okay, I'm just gonna mess with the watching the film and stuff. I'll just stick to that, bro. I okay, I like that. Here. Yeah, we're we're gonna punt on that again. Hey, very excited for this kid to come here. Who am I talking about? I'll let you guys figure that out. But Brian, this is always great having you on, man. I absolutely love talking with you. Uh, I know the listeners and the viewers do for sure. These are always one of our highest rated episodes because. Look, in, in the middle of the summer, people cannot get enough of recruiting, especially when there's a lot of great news going on at Michigan State and maybe not so great news. But, hey, sounds like the things are – They're ahead in the right direction. Okay, okay. We'll take that. I like that. Hey, thanks a lot, Brian. You're the man. I always appreciate talking to you. Absolutely. And, gang, hey, enjoy the upcoming weekend. Stay safe. Love you all. Go Green.